Wherever cancer is, Hancock Health will fight. In any part of you and in all corners of East Central Indiana. From Indianapolis to Greenfield to Knightstown to Rushville. From hospital rooms to family rooms, we fight. With technology and medicine. With care backed by the wisdom of Mayo Clinic. For you, for your family, and for your future in Rush County. We fight cancer here. HancockHealth.org slash cancer. Hey, my Nigel show. Hello. My name is Nigel. That's Jason Hammer right over there with a special guest on the hotline. You can find him on social media at Indy Spanglish. He is a fill-in host here at 93 WIBC. Jerry Lopez joins us. How J-Lo. are you, my friend? Hey, hey. What's going on, fellas? How are you? Do you like J-Lo better or Jer-Bear better? <laughs> Out of those two, would have to go J-Lo, but neither would be my preference. Indy Spanglish is your, is your handle. Uh, is tonight tailgate-worthy? This is a debate Nige and I have been having for a while. New Hampshire primary, is tonight a tailgate event? I mean, I don't think so at all, fellas. Trump's still up double digits. The only thing that's interesting here is what's going to happen with independent voters. Outside of that, like, who really cares? Is, yeah. it a, is it a big deal that Ron DeSantis exited the race and then endorsed Donald Trump? Kind I, of a, I, think it's a, I think it's a huge deal that he did it so early. I, I was always under the mindset that February 8th, when the SCOTUS hears about uh, whether um, states can take Trump off the ballot or not, that would be the decision day. So I felt like he did it a little early. I don't think the SCOTUS is going to rule against Trump, but in the event they did, I would have preferred him over uh, Nikki Haley. Well, Nikki Haley, she says she's not interested in being anybody's vice president, Jerry. She said she's going to ride this thing out as far as she can. She has no intentions of quitting, even if she gets boat raced tonight. Your thoughts? Well, I mean, she obviously is not going to have the opportunity to be the vice president. I I don't think, and Donald Trump spoke about that yesterday, saying that she doesn't have what he called presidential timber, right? So, I don't know. I think she's in in for the uh, the ride of her life. Come was it end of February twenty fourth when she goes against Donald Trump in her own state? Right now, she's down almost forty points. And it's easy to say that you're not interested in a job that no one's going to offer you anyway. It'd be like if me, you know, if I went out there and said, you know, I'm not interested in being the number one pick in the NFL draft. Well, I don't think that's going to be a problem, Jerry. I mean, that's, that's not going to be an issue, but let's be honest. Didn't Kamala Harris say the exact same thing? Like, she didn't want to work for Joe Biden, but well, when he called, she was ready to sign up, and she was calling him every, everything other than a slave owner. Yeah, so, I mean, she, she on stage him. in front of people during those debates was accusing him all but of racism and palling around with segregationists. Kamala Harris said that she believed Biden's sexual assault accuser, Tara Reid, and then she has to turn around and take a phone call from him. And I believe the words were, let's go to work. Yeah, yeah, something like that, or we did it, Joe, or something like so just something. It was just like you know, it, this is all this is all just talking. I think Trump did a. This, I, I, well, I didn't expect DeSantis to drop out early. It's nice to see him back Trump. Same thing with uh, Vivek to turn around and back Trump. So um, here we go. Now we have Scott turn around and back Trump. So everybody's starting to starting yeah. to get behind Trump yeah. here. Uh, it's only a matter of time before she has to. And it feels like Nikki Haley is kind of throwing everything she can at the wall, right? Because now she's trying to play the racism card. Nikki Haley comes out and says that she dealt with racism when she was younger because she was brown, Jerry. Yeah, well, 
I mean, Nikki Haley was as brown as Tiffany Andrew Thiessen was back in the day. Like, when you, when, when, so I did a little bit of research on her. So she is of Indian descent. Her father taught at Voorhees College in South Carolina. Now, here's the kicker. It's a historically black college. So if she wants to go on a little bit more about the racism she went through, I would love to hear about it. But I think right now she's just trying to play that, that typical Democrat victim mentality. You know, it'll be it'll be another couple weeks before she pulls out the woman card. Yeah, right? there's like, well, she's honest. already pulled out the woman card plenty first woman governor of the state of south carolina first uh, female this that and yes she does mention the race card i mean look her parents are from punjab india so it's not like she's you know that that's in her heritage but i would say you're probably a lot more brown than she is if, if we're all speaking yeah bluntly. yeah but when we talk about when we talk about race in the u.s we talk about white and black Right. Do other people get deal with racism? Sure. And do I did I have moments growing up where like I was the different kid? Sure. But I guarantee there were a lot of times that that she was accepted because she wasn't white or she wasn't black. And that's a lot of the things that I went through. Like people treated me different. Both sides treated me different because I wasn't the other side. I would love to see Nikki Haley walk into the same room as Spanglish and then Nikki Haley expect to have all the sympathy going her way because she is the dynamic, powerful woman of color. Listen, the fact that she was Indian worked out to her advantage. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. Just one more thing on this. All the votes from DeSantis and Vivek, they're, they're all going to Trump. Right. I mean, they they have to. They have to. But but um, DeSantis's campaign is not doing any favors. Right. Somebody came out and they were talking about online. You know, uh, it's Jimmy Pettoris. He's the state chief financial officer. And he created this thing called the Freedom Fighters Fund. It provides up to five million in financial support to Florida residents running for president who face legal, partisan or political attacks by the Department of Justice to state attorneys. That sounds great for somebody like Donald Trump, who's been going through this. Right. So somebody put out an article and it says uh, it's in Florida's best interest to make sure their champion for president is allowed a fair shot at the White House without being taken down by some fake witch hunt. Now, DeSantis, like two days ago, DeSantis campaign retweets that and puts, but not the Florida Republican who wields the veto pen. Interesting. Wow. Right. So mm. it's, it's you're still not doing yourself a whole lot of favors. And it seemed like a little jab. But, yeah, I, I mean, at this point, everybody needs to get behind the Kent that we think can do the best job. And it has to be Donald Trump. Can Nikki Haley stand up to the ad machine that the Democrats are going to throw her? I don't think so. All right. Let's shift gears just a little bit here and uh, bring it a little closer to home. Are you still feuding with that socialist city council member, Jerry? <laughs> No, no, he tapped out. He stopped responding to me, and it, yeah, I, I, he learned his lesson, and I'm okay with that. But now he's going after, you know, businesses in the city and taking down, you know, to wishing financial hardship on people, and just I, he may do. He may be the best uh, friend of the the GOP there in Marion County because he's making the Democrats look horrible. What was I heard talking about this a lot? What, something with a pizza shop, and they weren't okay with the the blue line or something like that. Yeah, it was Giacomo's Pizza. Uh, so he came out and said, you know, they, they were anti the blue line, which is the the, the dedicated bus line. Right. And um, somebody came out on Twitter and said, it, it's it's sad to see a government rep acting as a government rep, welcoming financial hardships of a small business because they don't agree. Now, this is Jesse Brown's response because they don't agree with the Democratic party par, uh, process. Guilty. I'm very welcoming to their financial hardship. I also welcome financial hardship for those who don't agree to murder people. I welcome financial hardship for those politicians who lead a coup. This guy is full blown wacko. He's trying to, I, I assume, tying in Israel, Donald Trump to Giacomo somehow. 
One more thing here before we let you go. Again, speaking with uh, Jerry Lopez, Indie Spanglish on social media. We were on the air yesterday, and we got the news that the Supreme Court came down with their verdict in regards to what Texas can do to defend themselves against what's happening at the border. And by a 5-4 to four vote... Basically, Texas got the shaft here. They have to sit back and basically just allow an invasion taking place because Amy Coney Barrett and Roberts decided to side with the super liberal justices. I mean, what a letdown, right? What's the point of having a majority if you can't even support, first of all, the Constitution? Let's take political parties out of this. We, we are being invaded from the South. I don't care what side of the aisle you're on. We have to stop it. We have to stop it. It benefits us as a country, regardless of politics. But to have two conservative judges appointed uh, to go the other way, it was it was so heartbreaking. It's like, what is, what is Texas allowed to do now? Right. And we're hearing reports that their National Guard is still, you know, training and they're preparing to send even more numbers to the border here. But honestly, to me, Jerry, this isn't even a Republican or Democrat thing. I mean, you look at, you know, what's written, what's in documents, what's in, you know, the Constitution and the Bill of Rights. This is an invasion that the Supreme Court said was okay. 100%. Now, here's the Biden administration argued that the wire prevents agents from reaching migrants who've already crossed the border into the U.S. So do we just need to move it further out to the like to the border or what's the line here? Because I think they're trying to say that it was already in Texas, quote unquote. Right. But those people are already in the country. Well, well the thing is, that thing, that thing was saving illegal immigrants' lives. I mean, you try to cross the Rio Grande and you see that in your way, you're not crossing the Rio Grande and risking life and limb. And, and now that's another tool taken out of the toolbox for Texas. 100%. That was one of the things that really kicked us off. Is there was, I think it was a woman and two kids drowned uh, out there in the water. And, and it's like, well, let's stop encouraging people to try. Right. Like if I know that I have a chance to do something, then then I might just try it. But if I know that there's no chance I can get in, why would I risk coming over with my kids? So what would you do, Jerry, if you lived at Uvalde, Texas? You had a house down there. It was you, your kids, you know, people you cared about. You hear that, you know, the Supreme Court said the state of Texas can't officially defend themselves. Basically, what would you do as an individual? Well, we're talking about a lot of military-age males. I mean, the vast majority of them are military-age males. So at what point in time am I protecting my domain, my castle, my yard, my family, all this stuff? Because at this point, that's what it's going to take. It doesn't look like the government's coming to save us. And that was basically what Tucker Carlson said on Twitter. If you look at his Twitter feed, he's calling on the men of Texas to basically act like men and defend, at this point, not only the state, but America. Yeah, so I just uh, I saw it on Twitter last night. I reposted. I'll repost it again just so it's up at the top. But they're actually starting to establish a couple rallies this weekend at some of these areas, and it's what it sounds like. It almost sounds like some, you know, uh, civilian military or something like that. When you so have John there, Fetterman, yeah. look, I mean, when you have John Fetterman saying this immigration crisis is destroying America, you've lost John Fetterman. Uh, I, I think everything's on the table at this point. 
Well, it seems like he's healing very well from his medical issue. Yeah. I did not have agreeing with John Fetterman on my 2024 <laughs> bingo card, but I, but I have covered up that piece a lot of times this year. You can find him on social media at Indy Spanglish. He also is a fill-in host here at 93 WIBC. Jerry Lopez, my man, thank you so much.